Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center podcast where we're going to try to give you some actionable items to take back to your contact center to improve your quality, hopefully improve the, the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group. We are a call center outsourcer located here in, uh, in again, beautiful Erie, Pennsylvania. We're going to continue down the road here with the last um, last couple episodes where we've kind of been a little bit more technology-based and focused. And this is actually the, the topic that is probably the hottest in our industry right now. It's the one that I've been getting the most emails on to kind of ask if I could do an episode on to take, to give you at least my take or my opinion on, on it. And that's the... Kind of the the rush and the uh, the explosion of chatbots, um, the end of the call center industry because of these chatbots, right? That's what everybody's been saying, and and that's what we're hearing every day. I want to give you kind of my thoughts on it. We've had a lot of experience using them. We we have clients that are using them. We have our own personal one on our website, which we'll we'll talk about here as well. But. Let me just, I don't know, give you my, my quick overview and then let's get into some of the, the different types of bots that are out there right now and what may be good for you, what may not be good for you and see what, you know, maybe your customers would, would really like and, and improve the experience and, and some of them that, that may not and, and would hurt the customer experience. So, you know, what I believe where we are with these, you know, these kind of these chatbots is, is kind of where we were with the IVR, what, 10, 15, 20 years ago, right? The... Everybody's, you know, that was the kind of really the beginning of the self-service era. Everybody talked about that, you know, the the IVR is going to get rid of all the call center reps, and you know, this is going to be such an, an amazing experience. And and I'll tell you, for the most part, now there's there's a lot of issues with the IVR and a poorly drawn out IVR, but you know, we all use them, right? It it's helped. Um, I you know, I, I get my account balance or or make payments through the IVR all the time without talking to an agent at, at my bank. I'm I'm all for them, when they, especially when they're done properly. And it's the same thing again. If you want to come a little bit closer to to the time frame of now, is is where social media was, right? And it's a little different, but still, people were were discussing and and talking about: Do I really need a social media strategy? Do do we really need to monitor all these channels? Do I need to use social media as a not only a marketing tool, but but also as a service, you know, a service channel? And you know, again, when that's done right, I think it, it's really improved the customer experience. So right now, we as an industry are trying to figure these chatbots out. And, you know, some are doing it pretty well. Some are rushing to judgment on them. I think there's a there's a huge rush to judgment when it when it comes to, you know, taking over the, the agents and taking over live agents in the call center industry. 
you know, especially when you've had the, you know, the, the, the examples that Google's been taking out when they called the, the hairstylist and, and really sounded like a real human. And, you know, really when you kind of compartmentalize and think that through and, and what that could do on the service side, we're not even close to that yet, guys. So, you know, the, the panic of that, I, I believe that, you know, t- t- some of these, you know, lower end, some of the things that you could do in the IVR, I think you should take out of the IVR and use a chatbot for. You know, more people are using their cell phones now. Everyone is so comfortable with texting that I think you need some type of of texting mechanism to reach a lot of your clients, especially, you know, depending on what your, your clientele or what your, your demographics of your client are. So let's let's talk about, you know, the three chatbots really that we focus on in the in the customer service world. And you know, the first one is is basically a rule based bot, right? And if you ever go on the ExpeviaUSA.com website, we have our bot on there. His name's Red. And that's a really cool thing that you can do with chatbots is you can give them your own company personality, right? So if you're young and hip, you can have uh, your bot, you know, male or female or whatever, uh, whatever gender you, you're, you're looking at, you know, answer it in, in kind of the culture of your company, which is, you know, a, a really cool thing that you, know, you could kind of do in the IVR, but... I think it adds a, a little bit to it when you, you kind of see it as a, in a text setting. I'll tell you what. We have found that these these rule-based bots can handle about 80% of the customer queries, you know, that, that a customer may want. So while we are using ours just for a lead generation uh, bot, and, and really it's it's kind of just these, these rule-based bots are basically virtual IVRs. So they're going to give you a menu. You're going to, you know, kind of click buttons to kind of take down a path to, to see what you want. There are There is a little bit of keyword recognition in ours, which we'll talk about here in a second. But, you know, for the most part, we're taking a customer down a journey to try to get them to a, an end goal that we like. Now, if you're using this for a service on the service side, there's a lot of, you know, really basic questions and queries that, that you could set up for this. And we've seen that to take away you know, sometimes 15 to 20% of the volume that goes into the contact center. So just because 80%, the, the, the bot understands 80% of kind of the, the queries that a customer's doing, I'm not still comfortable saying that, you know, we should have 80% of, of, of all these, these kind of interactions finalized in, a, in that kind of bot because I think the experience can get a little, a little wonky um, and it can be a little bit frustrating and annoying to customers. So you have to really be careful with, with the use of that, making sure that you have an integration platform into your call center. So making sure that, you know, there's a very easy way to, to, you know, turn that into a live chat. And a lot of times your customers won't know that they're not live chatting. So that can be kind of frustrating as well. So in that case, you know, making sure that it can kind of go to a live agent um, so that, you know, you, you, you kind of smooth out that, that customer experience. All right. So the other two kind of uh, bots are, are more AI infused and you know AI is a you know it's a it's a scary word or it's a word that people I think are kind of misusing at this point you know but basically you know it's, it's a very data centric bot right so it's going to be able to collect information it's going to be able to learn from your profile it's going to be able to understand the last couple times of why you called and have that data information and have a way to kind of spill that back out to you. So, you know, if you've, if you ordered a pizza, you know, as an example with pepperoni and sausage and you're, you're calling back into, or you're texting into this, you know, pizza chatbot, 
It's going to say, hey, Mr. Smith, how you doing? I hope your last pizza was great. Can I get you another one with pepperoni and sausage? And all you have to do is click yes. I have your credit card number as this. Is that good for you, Mr. Smith? Yes, it is. Okay, fine. Your pizza is being delivered. Right? Really cool. But, you know, it's it's basically a ton of API integrations. Um, it's using analytics. It's using, you know, these different kind of formats and platforms that we have now to collect data, source data, um, and then be able to give it back to the customer in a in a way that you know it it kind of does look like the the machine is learning because it it really is right it's it's collecting all that data that you're giving it and uh and, and giving it back out so when we talk about the two I guess levels of AI you know one is you know a, a keyword centric bot so it's going to pick out the keywords that you type in so let's hypothetically let's use the let's use a bank. Uh, or a financial services organization, and you know, let's say they have a bot set up, and you know, a customer texts it in and says, "Hey, um, you know, Red or Bill or whoever the Mister Bot is, um, can you please change my bill date to January twenty fourth?" And the bot is going to look and it's going to pick up those two kind of keywords, which are change bill date, right? And then you're going to see a kind of a, a a question back to the customer. So, Mister Smith, you'd like to change your bill date? And the customer's going to answer yes, and the bot's going to say, okay, I see that you have January, well, I forget what I said, January 21st or whatever, you know, what was the date? Yes, and it's going to be able to change the bill date and give that kind of experience, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, the the last piece of this is is really the, the kind of the contextual bot, right, that you can kind of type out. It's, again, it's, it's learning um, and taking all your data in. So it's, it's going to not only just, you know, understand what you've said, from a keyword standpoint, but understand you've been here before, understand a lot of the things that you've done, you know, prompt you to see if, if those are some of the things that you'd like to do again, um, and and have a more of a conversational side to it um, than obviously than just the kind of the rule-based IVR kind of bot, and really even the keyword bot that kind of every time, while it's not a, a new experience because it does have data on you, you're kind of prompting it for for a lot of that information. So, you know, there's there's a lot of pluses and minuses to, to all of this. You know, the the three key things that I will tell you when you're you're kind of choosing it are you know, understand your customers first. Understand if you know what type of questions they're asking. If there if there's some really high end in depth questions, I don't think we're there from a technology standpoint yet. You know, but the second one is I think you need a texting mechanism. Um, especially with with our customers of today and everybody using their cell phone and everybody texting, to have that quick platform that they can get those type of questions answered or those type of service issues done, I think is really important. And third, just you know, really understand some of the things that these bots can do, right? So, you know, simple questions, you know, looking to book, uh, you know, book time and schedule time, um, buy a product. They can do a lot of that type of thing. They can. Uh, you know, again, change. They, and again, I, my mind gets caught a lot in the financial services world because that's where we've done a lot of these. You know, so you know, we'll change your bill date. Uh, what's my account balance? Um, can I make a payment? Um, can you transfer money? You know, those types of things are are really cool. Um, we are not at the point yet where you can have a full blown conversation um, with over multiple mediums, having a ton of different questions about your account or about different products with that bot, it's going to get it confused. So, you know, we're seeing too that, you know, the the chatbot companies are starting to to kind of figure that out a little bit. 
and and it's always getting smarter and we're branching out to more i don't want to say channels but more you know questions that a in queries that a customer can ask so it's not just you know account based um but also you know looking for upsells and cross sells and different pieces of the pieces of the customer pie that you know, it's not just focused on the actual reason that they call, but really looking at analytics, looking at what are some of the really good products that this customer would want, you know, using API integrations to then pull all that data in and try to upsell and cross-sell too. So, you know, we're we're moving along with it. I think that, you know, it's a really cool technology. Um, don't panic if if you're not sure, if, if you know, we we hear so many of our clients like, "Hey, am I am I too late to the game? Do I have to do this? Um, what are the best methods for it?" So it's it's a really hot topic, um, but it's one that you have to really you know, kind of do your homework with and, and really understand your customers, understand the the things that that they really want to answer. What we do here at Expedia is, and I think you know a lot of companies should kind of look to do this is you know before we'll, we'll take somebody down a chatbot road. Or you know, start to we don't we don't actually physically do the chatbots. We have you know a lot of partners that that you know do the do the chatbot work, and, and we kind of are the project manager for that. And then we integrate it into our platform from our telephony side, and it's, it's super cool. But you know, making sure that we know the keyword, so we're going to do some analytics on all of our customers that are looking to do chatbots for a couple of weeks before we even go down the road. And everybody thinks they know what their customers want, and everybody thinks, you know, through dispositions or just by, you know, just the the monitoring of calls that you understand what your customers want. Well, you know, we're going to dig in and, and really find real analytic keyword data of what percentage of your customers and what are, are asking for what. What are the top five queries that your customers ask for? And it's not just kind of asking a rep, what are you hearing? But, you know, we're going to actually give, you know, and I, I would think everybody should do this, give real hard data on, on what those are because, you know, that, that technology is out here right now. And out of those, that's when we're going to build our bot. And we're going to figure out what's the kind of the, the easiest, you know, top three, top four, and then maybe move to a couple more if, if we can. But you basically pay um, for use cases, right? So if if you want like a customer a customer service bot that's going to handle a couple things, you know that that's one you know one one price in one bot. Um, if you want another one to do some lead generation, it's very difficult to re- integrate them into one. That's going to be a different bot. And we're looking at prices now. Um, you know anywhere from to do a rule based bot, you know you can do it for ten to fifteen thousand um, dollars, upwards of you know hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know depending on how integrated you want this to be and, and really guys it's just like an ivr right i mean you can do a, a pretty cheap ivr for maybe you know probably twenty five thousand bucks now you you pay for a uh you know per usage so maybe it's it's 25 cents maybe it's 10 cents per minute you know depending on on the deal that you work out um same kind of thing here right so you're going to pay an upfront charge of the programming um whoever you use and they're going to kind of do your your tree and your your rule based tree and, and kind of work those things through with you to see what type of journey you want to take the customer on, and then you're going to pay for a a per usage by each of the you know the queries done in it, and that can range from anywhere from you know twenty five cents to seventy five cents per query. It's not I haven't seen too many that are doing it by the minute. It's more um, you know per usage per customer, so it still saves you a ton of money, just like the IVR, right? And I think it's a better experience than the IVR. So instead of paying your six to seven dollars probably per call, 
which is about average, you're going to you know go down to 75 cents. And your ROI you know just increases over the time period that the that the bots use. So um, I think it is a it is a pretty cool tool when used properly. Um, but again, don't panic. Don't think that you have to rush to judgment. Don't think that you have to go out and spend a two two hundred grand for a um, a, a chatbot that's going to you know, reinvent your service model. Because I think you're making a big mistake yet. If I think it's coming, right? It, it, it's it's a, a five to ten year thing away um, to where we're going to see these a little bit more. But I still don't see the the extinction of the call center, especially when it comes to the high end USA contact centers. You know, so some of those. Maybe the lower end, the, the offshore model is going to take a hit. The nearshore model might take a little hit. But, you know, for some of the the real difficult clients that, that really need that high-end customer service, they're never going to give their their full, pol- their full portfolio of customers to uh, to chatbots or to, or to AI. At least I don't think in my life, I may be wrong, um, but I think that, you know, there's still something to say. And, and I think you're going to see people start as, as the chatbots take off. You're going to see people marketing that we only use, you know, human agents, which is which is crazy to say, but I think it's going to be a uh, you know looking into my crystal ball. I think that's going to be a marketing ploy um, to really help people you know, use it because everybody's going to start to move to these chatbots probably before they get ready, before they're ready to to fully take the the, the type of volume that's needed, and uh, and we're going to see some of that. So I don't know. Interesting world though, right? I mean, the technology is pretty crazy. And the things that, that people are looking to do with it is, is pretty crazy and pretty cool. So, you know, we're not sticking our head in the sand and saying chatbots aren't for real because I think they are. I think the the speed that they're coming to us is a, is a little bit slower than people are thinking. But nonetheless, I mean, we, you got to be in the game. I mean, if you're in the service industry, you have to learn about them. You have to, you know, evolve your thought process to, to think that, you know, there, there's going to be a place for these. And it can be a really cool tool that I think can, can also save a lot of money and, and increase the the customer experience when, when it's done right, just like a just like when the IVR is done right. So that's my take. That's my uh my chat bot, uh a little bit of a rant. But I think, you know, that that's kind of where where I see the industry going. I see, you know, where we are right now. I know a lot of people disagree with that. You know, I get a lot of pushback when I kinda say that the, the end of the call center is has has been uh uh, you know, yelled at too much, uh, but I, I think that we're we're going to still be here, especially for the the high end quality stuff that that we're doing, and a lot of the other call centers and BPO call centers are doing as well. So again, um, guys, I just want to again give my cheap plug, like I do every single week, for advice from a call center geek book. Um, we just, I'm actually huge in Japan. Can you believe that? Like I've I've sold the last two months more books in Japan than I've sold in the United States. I have no idea why. I just think that's pretty cool, and it's that's crazy with the the technology that we have today that that Amazon can I can even do that. Also, please look at our social media assets. Um, advice from a call center geek, our Twitter account, our Facebook page. Um, let me know if you have any questions or if, if there's anything answered that's been starting to get used now, which is pretty cool. And also, if you can please, 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 please post a review on on Spotify, or, but especially on iTunes, you know, I would really appreciate it. It'll help us get the the word out. So, uh, again, thank you very much for listening to this episode, and uh, we'll talk to you guys again next week. This has been advice from a call center geek. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you're the first to hear next week's episode. Jam-packed with actionable takeaways, you can implement ASAP. Chime in with your thoughts on the episode on Twitter 
at from underscore geek and on Instagram at call underscore center underscore geek. Also, take a look at our contact center operations book by the same name, Advice from a Call Center Geek on Amazon. This podcast is sponsored by ExpediaUSA.com. 